0: Greetings, friend. Welcome back to the Wayfarer podcast. I'm Tom Vanderwell. Thanks so much for joining me again today on this chapter day journey where we find ourselves in Exodus chapter 7. And it was the very first verse of the chapter that resonated with me. It says, the Lord said to Moses, see, I have made you like God to Pharaoh, and your brother Aaron shall be your prophet. Today's podcast is entitled Being Like God or Being Like God. For 21st century followers of Jesus, the idea of being God's agent on earth is a common one. Jesus made it clear that he was entrusting his ongoing mission to his followers. Holy Spirit was poured out to indwell believers, impart spiritual gifts to each, and empower every believer as an ambassador of God's kingdom. Believers often speak metaphorically of being Jesus' eyes, ears, hands, and feet. We are asked to be, expected to be, the embodiment of Jesus' love to others. So It struck me when God told Moses, I have made you like God to Pharaoh. Because the only time being like God has come up in the great story at this point was when the snake tempts Adam and Eve with the forbidden fruit, stating, well, God knows that if you eat the fruit, you will be like God. Until Moses appears, God has been intent on making himself known to Abraham and Isaac and Jacob. At this point in the story, however, the Hebrews had become a nation of people, living in Egypt for hundreds of years. And during that time, they became familiar with the thousand-plus Egyptian deities. So one of the subtle themes that has already been established in the Moses story is that God wants the Hebrew people to know him and for Pharaoh to know him. They will know, and the Egyptians will know, are repeated statements. In this way, Moses is really the first example of God using a human instrument through which others will come to know God and through whom God will display his power. Of course, this sets up a really interesting and important contrast. Being like God can be opposite sides of a coin. I can be like God by seeking complete control of my life and the lives of everyone around me if I want to be like God by sitting on the throne of my own life looking out for numero uno doing as I please and determining my own way with every step then my path is going to lead to spiritually dark places even if I wear the facade of being a good and faithful member of my local church this is the dark side Of being like God when Moses was being like God and when Jesus followers become Christ-like it is a process of humility vulnerability and submission I can't help but think of Jesus words to Peter after the resurrection in John 21 verses 17 through 19 Jesus says to Peter feed my sheep I'm telling you the very truth now When you were young, you dressed yourself and went wherever you wished, but when you get old, you'll have to stretch out your hands while someone else dresses you and takes you where you do not want to go. Jesus explains that Peter had lived the dark side of being like God, self-centeredly determining his own way, but now he is going to experience the light side of being like God, in which he will, like Jesus did, humbly surrender his own rights of self-determination and become obedient to places he doesn't want to go. For example, Father, let this cup pass for me, as Jesus said the night before his crucifixion. Peter's going to surrender and become obedient even to his physical death. So in the quiet this morning, I'm finding myself surprisingly emotional as I meditate on this very simple concept. In my daily life, in the writings of these blog posts, I take on the mantle of being a follower of Jesus. But are my daily life words and actions a demonstration of the dark side of being like God or the light side of being like Christ? Am I living for myself under the veneer of being a good Jesus follower? Is my life a demonstration of the humility, vulnerability, and surrender required to be an agent of Christ-like love? To be honest, I'm not sure I like all the answers I'm coming up with to these questions. More for me to ponder. I hope you have a great day today, my friend. We'll see you back here tomorrow.